0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. Our guest today is Kathy Karabetzos. She is the founder and president and CEO of QCSS, the best call center on the planet. She is also the very popular show, Go Big or Go Broke. You can find out more about Kathy at Kathy Karabetsos. that dot com. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting. We're so grateful to have you here today. You are an expert not only focusing on sales, but customer service. One of the top things we get asked for people to come on and talk about is please talk about money and growing my business because without a growing business, you kind of go out of business. But one thing people falter and don't pay attention to as well, and this goes through the realm of dealing with your employees and business owners, but also your clients and that's good customer service, which makes probably for good sales. So I'm grateful to share the information with us. Share with the audience a teeny bit about your background, what brought you into this realm of sales and helping people with customer service. Absolutely. Well, thank you
1: so much for having me today. It's a great honor to be here and thank you so much. Um, Well, 28 years ago, I started the company when I was 23 Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't happen. Um, I guess it was kind of intentional. I was fired from my job when I was 23 years old because I was giving, um, the owner of that particular company, my honest opinion about something. I was asked for it and I gave it, I'm pretty straightforward kind of gal, gave her my honest opinion. It didn't align with her opinion. And basically what ensued after that was a little debate. The debate led to my being escorted from the building. And I had worked for this company in their customer service support team, mm-hmm. marketing and sales for four years of my life. Wow! So at the time, I had two young children. It was I was devastated, went out to the car, could not believe what had just occurred. I had literally dedicated my life to this uh, organization and to a woman who I thought was a very wonderful businesswoman. And I couldn't believe the the lack of integrity in the environment that day. So I, I swore to myself before my drive home, which is a 45-minute drive, I said, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to start my own centers, my call centers or sales centers, customer support, and I'm going to grow and groom a team with integrity and honesty. And I'm going to treat my people a whole heck of a lot better than the way that I was treated that day. And that's exactly what I set out to do. So, we've been in business for 28 years doing both inside sales, telemarketing, and inbound customer support and customer service. And uh, couldn't be happier to be with you today.
0: Yay! And, and tell me, from all of your experience, because you've worked with a lot of businesses and helping them grow, what do you think is the biggest fault or misunderstanding about growing business and having good customer care as well as good sales?
1: Well, I think at the, end of the, at the beginning of the day, you have to have a customer. So if you don't have somebody paying for your service or your product, you don't have a business. Yeah. So it, it, actually, this is going to far too simplify being in business or going in business for yourself. But at what, what it really all boils down to is, A, Obtain one customer, and then B, take exceptional care of that customer. Customer, Make them feel like they are the only customer, and when you do set out, they will be your only one. Never lose sight of that particular customer. Groom that relationship, nurture that relationship, and have it thrive. When you're doing that, the customer will not only grow you, your business, your company, your reputation, your brand, your positioning, your marketing, everything will stem around that, and then you can go ahead and repeat, rinse and repeat. Get client number two, and continue to do the same thing. And if you do them both exceedingly well, growth is a non-issue. Again, I mean, 28 years in business, Mm -hmm. we have never used outside funds. We've always grown organically, and we had the great honor and privilege in 2012 to acquire a competitor of ours. And that is specifically and primarily because we actually live that method.
0: Wow, I love that you brought this up. This is so important, Kathy, because I, I myself have uh, taken great pride in, in the wonderful customers that have come and been our sponsored or done an ad with us. Uh, and I've like, hey, I, I reward them as well as tell them, hey, you sent people our way. I, I'm more than happy to share because, yeah. you know, give you a commission for sending people our way. And they're like, whoa, I didn't expect that. I'm like, but it's because you're talking about us that you help us grow. But on the same nature, when I've worked with businesses, they'll have this one client. They're like, Well, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a client. We haven't done business with them for years. we got bigger fish to fry, and we're going to pay attention to these guys. And they whine and dine them. And then the old crew are like, well, I feel like they don't love me anymore. And yeah. you can't forget those original people. They're the ones that gave you the foundation that got you started.
1: That's exactly right. And people ask me all the time because as you do get larger you do obviously want to make your sales process shorter, or when I say shorter, I take that back. It's actually, it might take longer to close a piece of business as you're getting larger clients who have the funds in which to buy larger packages from you or larger pack- purchases from you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a natural evolution of a company to do that, to grow that way, yeah. but never lose sight of And people call me all the time and say, you know, I understand that now in today's world, Kathy, you guys are serving the Fortune 500 do you still take care of the mom and pop shops? Are you gonna take care of the individual entrepreneurs or the startups? And my answer is absolutely. Mm-hmm. We always leave space, time and love available for the startups because that's where we came from. Mm-hmm. It's just like having kids. Either you have them or you don't and you don't want people to forget that you were once a child, right? So I'm raising seven kids. I never wanna forget what it's like to be a child and I, you know, when people say, oh, I just can't take it with children. Like you were a kid once, you can't go, you can't forget that. So I always leave space and time available um, to take care of our entrepreneurs and our startups,
0: because I think that's um, keeping your roots and making sure that you stay humble as well. Absolutely, Kathy. What have you found that um, might be a misconception for business owners around sales and customer service that they think they have a handle on, but once they work with you, they realize, okay, I really didn't understand that.
1: Well, let me start with the very biggest misconception in my industry. Okay. Okay the word telemarketing. People wince.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I, you,
1: I know that you did when I said the word, everyone does it. And I still being an owner of call centers across the country for all these years, I still kind of go, oh, why do we have to use that word? But really what it boils down to is people don't like that word because it sends a negative connotation. People bugging me at the dinner hour. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say something, anybody who does not pick up the phone or doesn't admit That nurturing relationships requires either face-to-face, like we are now in a Zoom, obviously, modern technology, which is very similar to a telephone call. The difference behind behind making telephone calls, obviously, you have to have somebody who's very professional behind it. But I think the misconception is you don't need to do that because there's so much of this wonderful, beautiful, shingle light syndrome, inbound marketing is the place to be. And it's true. We should do all those things. And digital marketing is extremely important. Podcasting is important. All of those things, but if you really wanna be consistent, you have to pick up a phone, you have to make an introduction, you have to begin to nurture a relationship, you have to stay in touch with your customers and continue that relationship. And truly, you can do that in drops of gifts and letters and snail mail and email, Mm -hmm. but when they hear your voice or they see your face, first and foremost is your face to face, but you can't go across the country every day, but you can pick up a phone and say, I appreciate you, or I was thinking about you, or I have something for you, or here's an idea. And it's those one-on-one relationships on the phone that people think that it's not valid, but it is the, truly the only consistent way to market, to continuously um, mm-hmm. nurture relationships in a, a consistent and large manner. So yeah. that is truly my number one because I see it all the time.
0: And it's so important. I, I like that you say that because there's this one guy I worked with at a law firm and he um, helped with businesses with end all collections. They're going to end up going legal. And yep. I remember he would pick up the phone every month and give me a quick buzz. Hey, it's Joe, how you doing? I'm like, Oh, Joe, what do you want? Cause yeah, I wouldn't have business for him. So I'd feel bad. Like, well, I don't have any business for you, but it wasn't about that. It was really about building the relationship and keeping the line of communication open to let me know that when I am ready and I have something, he's there to help us. That's exactly right.
1: <clears throat> and that's what it boils down to. If, um, if you're not aggravating, you're not annoying, you're being completely professional, and also if you're courteous, you know, you might have received one of those phone calls, and there's a really bad time. And if you said, you know what, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll check back with you next month. Awesome. But um, if you're intrusive, you're invasive, you're not being polite, you're not really about them. It's not really about nurturing a relationship. It's really about what can you get from me today. Yes. That makes a huge difference. So we train our people to make sure that the relationship is all that matters. Always courteous and kind and professional and smart and intelligent and taking copious notes and also reading notes before you make those dials to make sure that you understand exactly what your communication was prior to and where you're going to leave off today. It makes a huge world of difference. So You have to have a professional team that is on your side or train your people to do it the way that you would do it. Nobody's going to do it better than you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I remember very early on, we would, uh, I would discuss with uh, someone and I would get on the phone, talk with them and they say, hey, I have someone that's perfect for you. Because one thing that someone clued me in on is that you can get with other people and say, hey, do you know anyone I could help or our team would be able to help with what we do. And they say, Oh yeah, so-and-so would help. And they make an introduction, whatever. And you'd reach out to them and I would do my homework beforehand. I go on LinkedIn or figure out what their business does, see if we really can help. Or if I think we're a possible, you know, could help them before I even pick up the phone. Cause I don't want to sell to anyone who doesn't need one or, you know, could use our service. And I remember getting on the phone with someone and they were just like, Oh, uh, hi, I'm so-and-so. And they, I was introduced. Blah, 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 and she was just like, well, what do you know about my business? La, 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 la. And she was like really, really angry, you know, like, what are you bothering me for? And I remember saying to her, well, um, we are uh, doing this, and I found out you do that, and I thought you know maybe we could help you. And did it. and she's like, oh, you did do your research, and she's like, totally changed her attitude because she realized that I wasn't here just to take something. I actually checked out what she did and see uh, you know if we could possibly help her. And she's like, oh well, I'm glad I can't right now, but you know I'd like to continue this relationship and see you at your next function. And thanks for calling us, la la la. You know that That's type perfect. Of thing. Absolutely yeah. great example because people don't
1: really understand that if you don't you do your homework, you're going to sound like you're just per- self promoting and nobody wants that. Everybody wants Mm -hmm. to be speaking to somebody who's authentic, who actually cares about them. And it's not about you. It is always going to be about them. And if you have a product or service that can match their need, desire, want, wish, make their life better, then you might have a match and a chance at that continued conversation. But when you're pushy and intrusive Mm -hmm. and not legitimately concerned about their well-being, it's going to be over before you started the conversation. Yeah. And then the flip side of that is You know, people don't think that there's value in making those outbound calls because they always have that, again, thought process. It's not going to be legitimate. But if you actually take the time to to read the statistics on making those phone calls, and it is indeed a numbers game. And every one of us that are in business, we all have conversations over the telephone. Mm -hmm. So there's not a human being, even the, the biggest haters of the telephone, they all use the telephone. We just have to tap into un- them understanding that that's true. I'm doing X, Y, and Z in my company. There's no way I would have that customer or that customer if we didn't talk to them on the phone.
0: And exactly.
1: so it's just a re-education
0: basically. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something about the, the cringing of the telemarketing. The same thing happens with sales. Even today, I find a lot of businesses are not calling it sales. They're calling account managers. I manage the account. I love the fact that I'm being managed. but you know someone had said to me um really sales is like here i have a valued service gift whatever um you know, something, a product that can help your life, better your life. And I'm here to present it. If it helps you, boom, you pay me in value of right. XYZ cash and we have a transaction. And it, it's really just that simple. It's not about doing something horrible. It's something about giving to others. Yes. Oh, sales and,
1: definitely has a negative connotation. I'm hopeful that people like Grant Cardone of the world are, are taking that and kind of swinging that out of the, the industry. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be what it's going to be for several people. And most people don't enjoy sales. They don't enjoy the uncomfortableness of asking for somebody to spend their money on what they have to offer. And that usually comes with not self underestimating your own self value, Mm -hmm. not believing enough in your product and service and not believing in your pricing, your model and how you're helping people. And when you overcome that piece, which is a whole nother journey in the sales (laughs) process, asking for somebody to write a check, send a, you know, send a wire or give you the credit card is, it becomes very easy.
0: Yeah, I think really it's the shift of understanding that you're it's service, you're, it's customer service, it's service, it's giving value. And when you make that transition shift, that I'm just here to give value. I here's the thing I have. Uh, you said it can help you. Boom! I'm here to give it and deliver it to you the best way I possibly can. When you make that shift, because for years now I've been in corporate America as a collector, and you're like Aah! another cringy thingy.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, of <laughs> exactly. course.
0: Exactly. And I've come to see that really sales and, and collections are pretty much the same thing. They've gone out there, get the little dotted line uh, Will you want the service. Boom. They took the service. Now they owe the service. What That's can I same. do to help you close that sale? Mm-hmm. And, and so really, I think it's just that shift. Um, before we end out, because we are getting close to the end, what would be your, your top tip to business owners out there to get a more of a handle of doing better sales and better customer service for their clients?
1: nurture relationships. That is our vision, that's our vision statement. It's all about relationships. If you are not legitimately nurturing a relationship, it doesn't matter if it's in your personal life, it doesn't matter if it's in your professional life. If you don't try and give an effort behind the relationship you will absolutely never be the top 10% in your industry. And in order to have a thriving business, you need to be the top in industry when it comes to business development or sales or inside sales or customer service or collections or telemarketing and anything related to closing a deal. If you do not know how to nurture a relationship, and that's my biggest thing, figure that piece out. Understand what it takes to be legitimate in your nurturing relationships and you
0: will thrive. Absolutely. Well, this has been fascinating. I don't want us to leave without folks finding out how they can get in contact with you, work with you. How can they do that? Well, my website is
1: QCSS, that's Quality Customer Service and Sales, Inc. dot inc. I am Kathy Karabetzis, and you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Facebook, even YouTube. I also have a podcast. You can find me at Go Big or Go Broke. And um, yeah, I'm open to connecting with everybody. And if you have any questions, certainly shoot me a
0: DM and uh, we'll chat. Awesome. Well, this has been fascinating having you out here today. Thank you so much, Kathy, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy your day. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, please share and like. And we always enjoy hearing feedback. If you have a great guest you'd like us to interview, please send your submissions to Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.